Owensboro, Kentucky is barely considered in the South, yet the culture of bluegrass music, bourbon, and barbecue, as well as the people, seem very Southern to me. Join us at the table as we discuss Owensboro, Kentucky. I'm Lainey. And I'm Laura Beth. And we are Steel Magnolias. The strength of steel with the grace of a magnolia. We are here to have uplifting conversations about life in the South. And we've got plenty of room at our table. So pull up a chair. Welcome back to the table and welcome back home, Lainey. Thanks so much. Good little jaunt north for me. How far north? How far is Owensboro from Owensboro Franklin, is, Tennessee? Well, from Franklin, two and a half hours. From Nashville, two. Not bad at all. Not bad at are all. Are they on Central or Eastern time? They are on Central. Okay. Um, but it's close to the line. So, yes. you know, if you're coming from Indiana or something, you may be in a you know, crossing the time zone. Okay. So that was actually a great question. I'm glad you asked that. Yeah. We're so close to the line. We're in an iffy area that a lot of people don't realize half of our state is central and half is not half, but part of it's Eastern. I know. Yeah. Yeah. That gets crazy when you're planning. I remember my first drive up to Bloomington, Indiana. I forgot that I would be changing time zones. Uh So my time of arrival was a little off. Oh, (laughs) Jeez. Anyway. Okay, so you've had a great trip, it sounds I like. I've... I want to mention, actually, where Owen- Owensboro sits in the northwest corner of Kentucky. Okay. It's actually the fourth largest city in the state, and it is the home of the Bluegrass Hall of Fame in, muse- in Museum, which is really what brought me to okay. explore that... Owensboro. It was, it was that place. That was going to be my next question. Okay. Yeah, so I spent two days and one night. And just had a great visit. So, yeah, Owensboro is just a couple of hours from Nashville. It's under one hour from Evansville. Okay. It's under two hours from Louisville. Oh, nice. Okay. And I also wanted to mention that it is 40 minutes from that Holiday World and Splash and Safari, which is in Santa Claus, Indiana, that a lot of people love to visit. Yes. Because I was thinking if you wanted to do like a weekend, you could do one overnight in Owensboro and one night up there at that park. In Santa Claus. That water park apparently is so clean and so good and they have like free sunscreen all day. I've heard great things about it. And I'm here to tell you, Owensboro has a ton to do with kids. So I think that could be a great experience. Okay. I mean, just Owensboro alone. Yeah. It's a great experience yeah. with a kid. But if you wanted to make it a little bigger and yeah. longer, you yeah. could add in Holiday World. Well, and people might be planning still some summer travels. So yeah. a week yeah. a weekend getaway would be really fun. Or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so you've you've told us where you went, yeah. location geographically. So where what was sort of your your first spot well as far as accommodations they have tons to offer but I actually chose the Hampton Inn and Suites Riverfront because it is right on the Ohio River and literally right next to the Bluegrass Hall of Fame and Museum okay so that was my why as to what I picked Um, that really allows you to walk the riverfront area and enjoy all it has to offer which I'll get to that in a minute okay but um Visit Owensboro.com 
is their site to see a lot more of places to stay. All the hotel and recommendations. All the okay. And that kind of thing. How walkable would you say Owensboro is downtown? Extremely. Okay. Cool. Extremely walkable. Okay. So okay. let's start with that Bluegrass Hall of Fame and Museum. Okay. Uh, I was already a bluegrass music fan, but I was really impressed by the coverage of this museum. Your your admission includes a very helpful audio tour that's really easy to use. Love it. Yeah, that's so helpful. So helpful. And it will not only give you history, but you'll also get to hear some of the actual picking that you're hearing about which gets you into it totally you might not know much about bluegrass but it sounds like if you were doing that then now you're getting into it and you're realizing the familiarity of a lot of things that maybe you didn't know oh that's bluegrass I get it okay yeah yeah. I love that there's a section of the museum that has uh, several stations where you can sit and choose from a variety of video interviews in an archive that they have of Hall of Fame members and that kind of thing. And that was really great for mom and I. So I was with our mom. Uh But we enjoyed an interview of Jimmy Martin and hearing about his early start with Bill Monroe. Okay. Now we actually have a family connection on our father's side to Jimmy Martin. Oh. Through our, through Laura Levesey. Okay. Who I'm named after. Who you're named after. Uh, He grew up very poor in Sneedville, Tennessee. Oh. And so it was fascinating just hearing how hard he had to work just to get enough money to buy an instrument. Mm. How far he had to walk miles to sit with a man to learn how to play. Wow. Things that you just don't, you forget in these poor areas just what a big deal it is right we i feel like we we keep education as the only thing that is sort of this place of and a higher education is what i really mean of yeah can you afford that or whatever but yeah there's music lessons dance lessons all of that kind of thing you know yes it's not easy to come by yeah when you're in an area like that so, wow, I was super impressed by what this museum is doing as we're speaking of learning how to play. I, I was just blown away by what they offer in the way of lessons and okay. practicing to learn how to pick bluegrass music. So they have a program for locals, and it's taken advantage of by both children and adults. Okay. Where you pay a very reasonable price. Okay. I want to say $95, but don't hold me to it. For a semester what? of classes on a particular instrument, instrument. So maybe I mean, and you have your pick of, and this is in person or online. Or, it is in person, and they loan you the instrument for the semester that you take home. Whoa, that is amazing. I know, amazing. I was Whoa. blown away, and they also good um, lord, that's amazing. It's amazing. Mom, mom, mom was like, "I want I, if I lived here, I was going to start and commuting." I wanna, to I know, she was so excited about this program. <laughs> and the museum offers free open jams every Saturday and Sunday from one thirty to four thirty. Fun. All skill levels are welcome. Okay, so we went on a Saturday afternoon. Sweet and. It was awesome to see just how inclusive they were. There was Aww. people scared to get in the circle, okay. you know, and they're like, please come up here. And they would go real slow. We're going to go C, G, like kind of walking them through. Really encouraging practice. Was this inside a theater? Or it was, was actually this outside? inside. Okay. And 
dependent on the number of people, uh-huh. it breaks out, okay. you know, further yeah. and further. Yeah. yeah. That's there's, incredible. Right when you walk into the museum and you've paid for your ticket, there's a section, again, blown away by this, all kinds of bluegrass instruments, banjos, dobros, mandolins, oh, wow. that they want you to pick up and play. Really? And practice and try it. Stand up bass. Like, that sounds like Sun Records. Remember when we were, Sun yes. Studios, excuse me, when we were like, we can touch this stuff? Oh, I, I couldn't wow. believe it. So mom and I were both, you know, like, course we don't even know how to hold them right right. but yeah it was so fun to just really put your hands on Uh and see what they feel like and that's that kind of thing but yeah so you saw a jam session i saw a jam session they um yeah i would highly recommend trying to hit one of those they do it every saturday every saturday and sunday 1 30 to 4 30 that's so cool now the back of the museum faces the Ohio River. It's four stories high, and it has this gorgeous view from the top, where you're looking Ooh. out at the river and a big bridge. They host a lot of events and celebrations. I bet you know they have a lot of offerings for rental mm-hmm. of the space. There was actually a college graduation that was happening, okay. a, a after party that night. So they were setting up for that. But yeah, a little balcony out there. It's really, a, really a nice venue. And they also have an indoor music venue. Okay. That seats 450 people. Cool. Everybody was talking about how great the acoustics were there. The layout is such that every seat is a great view. Oh, cool. So just a ton of music stuff happening. Yeah. I love it. In this museum and outside as well. Uh, There's an outdoor stage that has this large grassy area right in front of the river. Part of that riverfront area. Yeah. And everything's prettier with water, honestly. Yes. It so is. So So tranquil. This little stage is used, again, for a plethora of things. I think some ticketed, some not. Okay. But Mom and I... Got to experience this wonderful bluegrass-style worship event that was happening for the National Day of Prayer. Oh, cool. So that was really fun, right there in the back of the property, so we just, you know, could walk from our hotel. Yeah. I didn't know it was happening until I just heard music, and I'm like, that sounds like bluegrass, but worship. So we walked over there, and yeah, it was just a little over an hour long. Yeah. It was really sweet. It was gorgeous weather, and the sunset was so beautiful to watch out there by the water. Again, tons of different seating options. You don't want to, like, put the pressure of weather's going to make or break a trip, but sometimes... It just does. It just makes or breaks a trip, and it sounds like the weather... Really shined on us. Really helped, and just take your experience to... The best it could be. It really did. Yeah, that played a big part in enjoying that riverfront area. Mm -hmm. And I also, a couple other things I want to mention about the Bluegrass Museum. They um, do a festival every year. It's called Romp Fest. Oh my gosh. It's four days. Okay. And it is, sounds like quite the event. They, if you really are into bluegrass, or even if you're just slightly interested the lineup is super impressive they've this year it's june 21st through 24th okay in 2023 and the impress the lineup includes ricky skaggs with kentucky thunder old crow medicine show fun Rhonda vincent Ooh, i love her mccrary sisters so infamous fun. string dusters sam bush whole bunch wow of people. i mean and lots more yeah 
the prices, I can't remember. It was very, it was, to me, seemed reasonable for okay. a festival of that size. Kids 12 and under are free. Woo-hoo. Again, I think that's kind of a let's get them. The family coming. Interested yeah. in yes. bluegrass, too. Yes. We want them to keep this going. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, you do hear about a lot of artists that, like, I picked up guitar at 7. I p- played piano oh. at 9. Like, okay, 12 and under. That. Start getting that interest going, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. so they'll start learning, and they, they are covering all the bases to help them learn. That's there, so cool. I so I highly encourage our listeners to make a way, make their way to this museum, mm-hmm. maybe for this festival one year. Mm-hmm. It's a, it, it sounds like a great one. Sounds like you could spend a lot of time there too. Like if you're At doing the, the actual museum, museum, and then also if you're happen to be there around some live music. It sounds like it could be a full day on the weekend. Yeah, I think depending on your how much you want to dive into history, yeah. you could have yeah. a field day. Yeah. Or if you just kind of want a brush stroke. <laughs> Hit the highlights, please. You'll still enjoy yeah. it. Yeah. I really think you'll still enjoy it. They also do a monthly magazine that's called Bluegrass Unlimited. I picked up a few copies for us to so look fun. at as well. Um, Sturgill Simpson, Sierra Hull, different people like that on the covers. Cool. Okay. And um, just total side note, guess who's the a real rock star and had uh, a presence at the Bluegrass Hall of Fame, and that is Rob Ike. I was gonna say, tell me it's Rob Ike. They had he and Trey like some of their instruments there, and had wow. included them on some videos. Yeah. So if you don't fun. know who that is, Rob Ike's and Trey Hensley, they are bluegrass pickers, and they helped us get some intro music when we first launched. Very first this started, podcast. and yeah, they're picking is so good. They're kind of renowned there in that museum. Yes. So let me talk just a little bit more about that riverfront area. So it is just spectacular. I will include some pictures on Instagram. So make sure you're following us there to see this because it's kind of hard to explain. It is, yeah. Um, In fact, I probably should have shown you some things in that magazine before we recorded because I think you will be wowed by this. I had said to mom when we were walking around, this might be the best outdoor free playground I've ever seen. Really? Ooh, now And my then interest. when I came home, I was interest, I was reading about it, and it was actually voted the best playground in the world. In, in the world? In 2015 by Landscape Architects Network. Oh my goodness. In the world? I know. What in the world, <laughs> right? Whoa. So this is part of a multi-million dollar upgrade that happened in 2012. Okay. There in Owensboro. So they are really revamping this whole riverfront area. And it's kind of in different sections. That's what I mean. It's kind of hard to explain. Okay. But it includes um, this really cool like water features. Okay. That do like a show every once in a oh, while. Fun. That and the kids can run through. Well, or? this that part you can't get in. Okay. Okay. There is a play there's a splash area okay. later. But um yeah. This apparently was done by the same people that did the Bellagio. Oh wow. All right. Water thing. Okay. I was told that by a lady at the uh, Bluegrass Museum. Okay. But anyway, uh it does have a splash park different section okay. of the riverfront that's open from nine to nine from Memorial Day through Labor Day. Okay. Weather permitting. Okay. Adorable. Nine to nine. That's awesome. I know. <laughs> 
they have what they call the Lazy Days Playground, which was so cute. I Aww. mean, t- again, tons of sections. Some of it they kind of recommend by different ages. Oh, good. So that's helpful because right. sometimes well, yeah, uh, you don't want... anybody can be a rule breaker. But yes, <laughs> hopefully the big 12-year-olds aren't romping around on, on the, the three-year-old toddler. area. Yeah. Right. And so that I, I just was blown away. There's a concession stand during special events. There was a Kona ice truck there when we were walking around. So fun. Picnic areas. The picnic areas also, there were some that were like more family picnic style. Okay. And some that were like near the river that were like more bougie, like high uh, top for your drinking your yes. cocktail with a friend or whatever. Yeah, anyway, yeah. Um, they do games down there sometimes during the summer. They had this, okay, this feature blew me away. These porch style very sturdy steel swings okay mom and i loved this okay so in certain areas they're facing the river uh right so you're sitting out just looking over the river front and then near the playground they're facing the playground yeah so for parents or grandparents to kind of get to have their own space to sit and enjoy but keep an eye on the kids i love that there and swung for sunset we did we and that. there was other people down there you know Aww. with us and we got Golly, that we got did to you talk see any to proposals this sounds like the place you come to like <laughs> get engaged didn't see any proposals this okay. time but um in that riverfront area also that includes a beautiful owensboro convention center that's Aww, cool. down there it was completed i think in 2014 um so Wow. For your, you know, convention needs if you're a business owner. Wow. So much down there. I so, love this. Yeah. Well, now you've got me wanting to take Jacob this summer. Well, I was. definitely wanting to pack, not pack it in for packing in sake, but just mm-hmm. plan some things so we're not bored. Well, again, so I mean, fun. that's pretty impressive. You know, you yeah, you'd have to get a hotel room. But there's, mm-hmm. I'm going to mention other things that are free or cheap. Wow. And, you know, two days, one night, you can see quite a bit. Yeah. Wow. Well, I want to take a quick break here and just mention, you know, as you guys learned in our, in last week's 200th episode, we first began this podcast for a few reasons, which we described in detail on that episode. But one of those reasons was that as podcast listeners ourselves, we longed for a show that discussed Southern culture on the regular And we could not find one at that time that was still producing new content. And so that being said, we occasionally do like to highlight podcasts that we think you might like based on your enjoyment of this show. Yeah. And so I wanted to just mention Vanishing Postcards. It is a documentary travel log that invites listeners to ride shotgun on a road trip exploring the hidden dives and the very frequently threatened histories discovered by exiting the interstates. The latest season finds the host and our friend Evan Stern joining forces with the Southern Foodways Alliance, that's out of Mississippi, to gather stories from the kitchens of his home state of Texas. You guys are going to be really impressed with Evan's production style. He weaves in remote interviews and inserts sounds that are going to make you feel like you are actually there in the diner or yeah, in I the back of the so kitchen much. or in the dance hall or in you know wherever the spot is. Uh, as the editor of this show, I can just really appreciate, I 
know the work that he's putting into all those little details that you forget that, oh yeah, that took some, you know, editing of making sure I had the sounds to go with this interview. So anyway, from the streets of Laredo to small town churches to a ranch cookout, the Gulf Coast, it's just a very immersive listen. It's very perfect, uh, especially if you aren't going anywhere and you would really <laughs> like to. Yeah. You can live vicariously through Evan. And yeah, just find him wherever you get podcasts. Tell Evan we said hi. And I did mention to him that we were going to just quickly mention his show on the Bluegrass portion of Visit Owensboro and he said my mom and dad saw Bill Monroe film a taping of Austin City Limits when I was in the womb uh-uh. so I was exposed to bluegrass pretty early how cute is that I know that's so, precious yes okay so you've gotten us all through the river and the beauty of that and the museum and all its offerings what else so I guess we'll dive into food a I'm little hungry bit. yeah <laughs> I'll talk I'll start with food and and there's a ton even again right there in that riverfront area that you can walk to yeah so our hotel we didn't try this restaurant but I did hear it was really good has a restaurant called Lure there in the Hampton Inn okay it's known for its seafood and cocktails okay it's supposed to have fishing lure really nice exactly got it uh we loved famous bistro Okay. So it's, again, down there in that main riverfront area. It's kind of a Greek-inspired Ooh, restaurant. Yum. So they did have the steaks and some of the Greek offerings. Okay. Okay. They also do a Saturday brunch, and we actually just did lunch there one okay. day. Okay. I had a delicious Greek salad mm-hmm. with that fresh feta, feta that you have to, you know, that's just in a block that mm-hmm, you break mm-hmm, up and mm-hmm. and a pasta dish. It was really, really good. Uh, we also walked to the City Walk, and okay. it's called that because it's just right down there in that area. It's a casual dining spot that's right downtown, and I had a Kentucky Hot Brown. I like to kind of hey. go regional food, yes. and Mom had delicious salmon that had this maple bourbon glaze on it. Ooh, yum. Yeah, really good. Now, I want to pause just for a second. You, you've mentioned a couple of times walking, and I asked on the front end, is this a walkable city? Did you walk, like, from the hotel to these spots, or were you guys still? We both. Okay. Sometimes we walked from the hotel. Sometimes we were out and about. Yeah. The reason I'm asking is a lot of our listeners might be traveling with aging parents. Yes. And a walkable city is still a challenge well, let me tell you something. Someone that's, you know, parking 70s. was easy everywhere. Okay. Like, mom was blown away by that. I that's could tell. Awesome. Like, we never were having trouble finding a that's place awesome. to park. Okay. Having Good. to walk long way to anything. Yeah. So you'll do fine with aging parents. Okay. You'll do fine with, you know, a kid that's tired. Yeah. Okay. But if you are in the mood to really hit the pavement. Yeah. We're talking, you probably could do most of it on okay. foot. Okay, cool. Depending on your, you know, level of yeah. exertion. Yes. Okay, cool. Just wanted to ask that. Yeah. Now, again, two days, one night, I didn't get to hit all the coffee places. Oh, the, gosh, no. You, you just can't no. do it all. No. So I'm going to mention a few that I didn't actually hit. Mm-hmm. One I did go by because I just wanted to see it. This beautiful southern home. It's called the Miller House. Okay. It's known for their southern style food offerings. Okay. 
That's um, fun. Yeah, and they have a basement bar with a quite lengthy and impressive bourbon selection. Like its own little speakeasy down there. And it was super cool. Like just we just walked through it because uh-huh. we had already had dinner. But that might be a spot you might want to hit, uh-huh. especially if you're interested in um, trying a, you know, bourbon that's hard to find. Yeah. I looked at it, the list and there were several. I was like, wow, they have Kentucky Owl. Wow. Or, yeah. Okay. You know, Pappy or yeah. some of the ones yeah. you might want to just try one pour. Yeah. They've that's got awesome. you covered. Um, again, lots of good coffees, places, donuts. Maybe we just put a lot of that in the show notes. Sure, yeah. Just give me the include. names and I'll put them in there. Okay. Yeah. I can put their sites or something like that. And then you've got to talk barbecue when you're in Owensboro. Because yes. they are known for barbecue. Okay. And there's three major names that you hear about okay. connected to Owensboro. So the first I will mention is Moonlight. Okay. Yes. I have been to I've Moonlight yeah. before. They've catered a wedding that I went okay. to. Okay. You know, different things like that. Um, they do a buffet mm-hmm. that is a great way to try a little bit of this, a little yes. bit of that. That's the best way to get to know a restaurant. It really Small is. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, this region is known for something called burgoo. I think we've talked <gasps> oh, about yeah. on the podcast we did, before. We did a soups episode. And where stews. We did, yes, yeah. Yes. Soups, stews, and burgoo. Okay. Yes. <laughs> yes. We called it. We've done so many. I forget the titles. <laughs> yeah. Well, burgoo is a stew that's made with mutton, typically, okay. which is mature lamb yeah. meat. It's also got carrots and um, corn and sometimes mm-hmm. lima beans, different things mm-hmm. like that in it. Uh, but that's something you could try on the buffet if you like it, eat more. If you don't, that's awesome. Skip it, yeah. you know, um, all the different barbecue choices. Mm-hmm. They 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 do the corn muffins, mm, whereas yum. another place I'll mention does the, the hoe cake flat yeah. style. Okay. okay. So anyhow, I, I'm a big fan of Moonlight. Moonlight. I think okay. it's really good. Okay. This trip, we tried Old Hickory. Okay. Which is known for, they only use hickory wood. Okay. Big smokehouse. Yeah. So we had lunch from Old Hickory. Now they do a lot, they don't do a buffet. They do a lot of the usual offerings of chicken and turkey and yeah. ribs and I've actually never heard of a barbecue joint that has done a buffet. That's really unique for Moonlight, so. Okay, well, and I I can't remember the price. I mean, we're not talking $10. I mean, you're paying for getting to try a lot of things, but it's it's a good way to try things. (laughs) So at Old Hickory, what did you guys try? So we tried the, they didn't do pulled pork. They had sliced pork and chopped pork. Oh, okay. Interesting. So I tried chopped pork. Yeah. And... I wasn't really a fan. I don't mean that it was the flavor, because I think their flavor was good. I didn't really like that texture. This is what makes you <laughs> great at what you love doing, which is traveling and telling people all the things, the, <laughs> the hidden gems. I would have seen that and said, chopped pork. I can tell that texture is not something that I'm going to enjoy. You actually order it. And are like, I'm going to give it a chance. I'm going to give it a chance. A chance. Everybody's talking about old hickory. Yeah. I didn't, I, I just, that yeah. was, I want pulled. Yeah. That's just my style. <laughs> Con- I guess I know that now. <laughs> <laughs> they, they are the ones I was mentioning do kind of more of what I call a hoe cake. Mm-hmm. Flat, mm-hmm. cornbread. Uh, they were, they were busy. And I, I even got a kick out of this 
this couple of men, older men that were coming in. They looked like they might have been in horse culture. Okay. And yep. they were ordering huge amounts to take to Lexington. Uh, so I thought they're probably doing something for Derby. Yep. Because it was Derby Day. Yep. And we were there early. Yeah. And yep. yeah, they That's were getting exactly what was gallons of burgers okay, yes. and this kind of thing. Yes. And I thought they're taking their they are headed their catering straight food. to Churchill Downs. Yes. <laughs> well, they were going to Lexington, so oh, yes, maybe yes, just yes. a party yes. or something like that. Anyhow, Old Hickory is this is the other of the trio you hear yeah. about and yeah. then the third is old south so okay. i haven't been to old south i'll okay. have to try them on the next trip i've also okay. heard they do a great breakfast so Ooh, that's unusual that's for a barbecue unusual. place yeah okay that's three awesome spots to try okay There's your barbecue now owensboro being along a waterway mm-hmm. with limestone in that water as well as grains being grown by farmers all around mm-hmm was an early recipe for success in distilling quality bourbon. Yes, I knew where you were headed with that recipe. <laughs> yes. Now, in 1885, oh yes, my gosh. that's a long time ago, okay. Green River Distillery started making their bourbon. Now, if you know much about DSP numbers in Kentucky, Green River Distillery is DSP number 10. Okay, I don't know what that means, so tell now, me. Now, that is like... When you're getting, like, uh, your number as being a distillery. Mm-hmm. So just to put in perspective, Jim Beam is 230. That's oh. how old Green River Distilling oh. was. It goes that far back. Like, everybody Whoa. knows the name Jim Beam. Yeah. Um, and there's others. So, old. we're talking okay. old school. Yes, you've confirmed it's old. Now, the history is fascinating. I'm not going to go into all of that on this podcast. Okay. You need to go do a tour of the distillery if you want to hear all of that but i'll just say it includes prohibition a massive fire some big things that put this i mean this distillery was kaput for quite some time wow but they're back that's cool that they let them keep the dsp number then they kept that number they're back using the original on the original property even using some of the original buildings and equipment whoa wow yeah It's really cool. Okay. They offer a variety of tours and tastings, as well as cocktail class that sounded really fun to me. Mom and I had the privilege of touring and tasting with Karen Wells. Karen is the national brand ambassador for Green River Distilling. And though I've toured a lot of distilleries, she gave me some new tasting tips that were really helpful. Really? Yeah, you have been to several, so this is good. Yeah, and she's really knowledgeable. I actually would love to have her do an event with us at some point for our listeners to help them understand and enjoy bourbon more. Because I felt like she was very good at that. Okay. Green River, um, they do just a couple of offerings right now they have a their kentucky straight bourbon whiskey which is 90 proof okay and it has been aged more than five years there at the distillery in owensboro it's made with all kentucky grown corn mostly from there in i think you say davies county okay the mash bill is 70 percent corn 21 percent winter rye and nine percent uh barley okay the higher rye content really kind of makes this a war- have a lot of warm spice notes. Oh. It's not peppery like a lot of ryes yeah. can be. Yes. It's really kind of more cinnamon nutmeg hey. flavors. 
Christmas is coming. <laughs> That's <laughs> <Just> right. <kidding. laughs> um, now, they were acquired by Bardstown Bourbon Company okay. in June of 2022. So they're making some really oh, wow. nice bourbons. And they're still in that, I would call it like a mid-shelf price point yeah. of $37. Yeah. So the bottle's super cool. You're, I'm showing Laura Beth one right now. The shape is unusual. And I noticed before turning it upside down that it's the shape of a horseshoe. That is so cool. Yeah. So cool. So Very, flat on one side and then rounded. And then yeah. Rounded on yeah. the back. And yeah, that it's just so a cool. super cool bottle. It has the um, DSP I see 10 that now. on yeah. it. Now and... I will look for that on bottles too. Yeah. I didn't know that. Okay. Very, very fun. Now they just released in early 2023 their Wheated Bourbon. Okay. Now this brand is, it's basically a mirror image of that straight bourbon mash bill except instead of the 21% rye it's 21% wheat okay gotcha now I have found I like wheated bourbon I do too better than so, rye yeah you're gonna love this okay. one okay the slogan for this brand not just I'm sorry let me get back to the wheated I didn't mention this it the notes to me were like honey and uh yes. stone fruits kind of apricot peach okay and I picked up pear Okay. Just even on smelling yeah. it. I, that's yeah. not a stone fruit, but that's yeah. what I picked up. Yeah. And okay. so, anyway, Ooh, I enjoyed it. I yes. enjoyed this one. The slogan for this brand is the whiskey without regrets, which I thought was so cute. <laughs> but it was it was kind of played off of a, a former slogan that they used to use on older bottles and advertisements, which was called the whiskey without a headache. Oh. And they said that when it was billed for like medicinal purposes during prohibition, you know, during prohibition, yes. you could only get it with a prescription. Oh my and goodness. And so that was kind of their, That's a know, big promise not they're making there. Medicinal. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, it's my understanding they've got a, a rye coming out in the future as well as some single barrel options. So this is a great stop to make. If you Very make a trip cool. to Owensboro, hear this cool history and get a stamp on your bourbon trail passport from the most western most western okay spot yeah it's kind of the gateway yes. Yes. into the east yes. of your trail okay. of your okay. bourbon trail okay and say hello to our friend new friend karen if she's on the property she's the ambassador That's so she's so in and out yes spreading the word but Yay. Yeah. hi karen check out green river distilling so fun i love that Lots of places you can get outside in Owensboro. Okay. So I want to mention some of these. Again, the weather was spectacular, yeah, which so made all of outside. this fun. Yep. But we went to the Western Kentucky Botanical Garden. Oh, my goodness. You are a sucker for a botanical garden. I am. <laughs> now, in March of 2022, this botanical garden moved its um, kind of entrance into the historic Weatherberry home. Okay. So that's where you enter the gardens. Okay. It's this beautiful southern looking. You go through the home? You do. Okay. And it's like, have your, just go see everything. Oh, I love it. In the home. I love it. Now, this is uh, really, you can tell un- under its current leadership on an uptick. Okay. There's a lot they're doing to make this better. Okay. So it's still pretty small. Yeah. It's not, you know like a St. Louis botanical garden or something where you're riding trolleys. This is all on foot, still small, but super um, 
just friendly to walk around. Oh, and good. There was a... You're um, saying they're going to make it. I, th- I hear you I saying that. I think they're going to make it. Yes. They're going to have a gift shop eventually. Oh, and fun. We met with Larna. I hope I can pronounce this right. Strell. She's the executive director of the gardens. Okay. She was so delightful and really excited about what's to come for this property. So you could it. hear that in yeah. her voice and um, just can tell there's big plans happening That's but so when cool. you when you head out of the home the first thing you encounter is the path of hope and healing garden which was funded by charles and mary ann medley now this is a lovely pathway with 12 glass ribbons that are made as nods to the top 12 cancers that are diagnosed in kentucky whoa so it's kind of a nod to just how that's touched so many people's lives Mm -hmm. somebody i mean we've all been touched by it in some way yeah but it's just a peaceful serene little walk 320 foot pathway okay that ends with this beautiful tall 21 foot butterfly sculpture that was created by um local artist wow that does sound very healing really pretty yeah um, the total property is 17 acres, okay. and there's, again, the various gardens are still small with a lot of room to grow, but um, I can just tell that there's yeah. plans for yeah. increase yeah. here. If you're a listener that lives in the Owensboro area, I think this would be a really fun place to volunteer, too, because okay. there's a lot of fun yeah. stuff coming. Yeah. We were able to see um, a school field trip that was happening with 80-some-odd second graders. So funny. And we, that was precious. Well, we go a lot of places when, when there's field when trips. When we run into field trips. Well, this was actually great to see. They were, like, stretch, doing stretches under the weeping willow tree. Oh, there was a group of them that were doing jump rope. Uh-huh. and Getting all that energy Another out. group learning about native plants and wildlife. Yeah. So, yeah, I actually enjoyed seeing all of them. That's so fun. Enjoying the property. And the peonies were in full bloom. Oh, my gosh. Which made me very happy. Happy. <laughs> just want to plant my whole face in some of these peonies that are popping around town yes. so they had some fun varieties to see in person that I had only seen in you know books yeah. and yeah. things like that and cool. a rose garden a daylily garden a little herb garden so wow. you know some varieties to see and a great place to spend a morning or an afternoon yeah so check that out on your visit so good probably morning coming summer months well very true yeah. good point yeah couple other places uh that owensboro has to offer if you've got kids with you or not Mm -hmm. if you like a good farm stand a good uh visit to like an orchard or that kind of thing they have a couple great ones okay we visited the i think you say utica um location of trunnels farm and there's also reed's orchard Okay. So both of these are similar in offerings as far as, you know, seasonal things, mm-hmm. corn mazes and sunflowers oh, and yes. that kind of stuff in yes. the fall. Gotcha. Strawberry picking gotcha. and yeah, that kind of thing yeah, in, yeah. The, in the summer. Okay. But they both have these huge, you know, ticketed fun acre areas. Okay. One's called, at Reed's Orchard, it's called the uh, Reed Land Play Area. At Trunnels, it's called the Family Fun Acre. But they've got the 
you know, places for them to jump oh, cool. and all, yes. just all the things yes. to get your wiggles out. Yes. And they also offer canned goods with yes. their brand on it. Yes. Or Captain Rodney's and some of the okay. different uh, yeah. barbecue, local barbecue sauces. Chutneys and, and sauce. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Pickled things. Yeah. All that kind okay. of stuff. As well as fudge and okay. bourbon balls. Yes. And, some of the you know kind of regional things so i think those are fun to yes. hit you know mom and i had fun walking around even though we didn't have a kid with right, us but right. well again when the weather's nice it makes such a difference so. yeah and the trunnels the day before we were there had just had this um ticketed thing where you could hold baby animals baby pigs oh, baby wow. chickens and i they had like a little uh, place to get a photo wow with the, I was like, now that's smart. Yes. Who doesn't like to hold baby animals? Baby animals. I mean, come on. That sounds fun. Wow. You guys did a lot. Oh, I'm not done. Let's talk shopping. Oh, my goodness. Let's talk shopping because I was surprised by some of the shopping that I got to do in Owensboro. All right. Tell me about that. Julep Home and Garden, which is owned by Sharon Wilson and Elizabeth Wilson, mother-daughter. Okay was an absolute delight i was in a huge hurry to get to a reservation for a meal and all of that but i could have stayed in there all day long really they were so helpful home goods clothing mostly home okay do bridal registries i was like if i ever do get to do a bridal registry it might be out of owensboro at julep it was so precious okay they had some brands i was familiar with and some that were new to me okay it's located in the uh, Westland Park Plaza on Frederica Street. So okay. Frederica Street is a very popular street, but okay. it's a little bit further out, like in a shopping okay. mall area yeah, yeah. Uh, with a grocery store and some different things. Okay. So this not walkable. Okay. Did you, you just find this place or did you like know, I actually know read to about it. it? Okay. And so okay. I was like, that sounds like a place I uh-huh. would like. And I mean, it's named Julep and yeah. it was Derby Day. Yeah. So I'm like, I have to yeah. go. You're I'm like, not going to the Derby. might be my closest I'm Julep. going to Julep. <laughs> now, um, they had, yeah, again, a lot of the brands that I know and love, but also some things I wasn't familiar mm-hmm. with. There's a company out of Charleston that I follow on Instagram because I love the look of their mm-hmm. stuff, but I'd never seen it in person. Yeah. It's called Brackish. Okay. So they do these beautiful earrings, bow ties for men, jewel, you know, different yeah. jewelry and cum- uh, like little, I don't even know how to put yeah. it all into yeah. words. Pocket squares. Pocket squares. Yeah. Different things for coordinating a, uh, a man and woman yes. to look really sharp I've together. I've often wondered how people do that when they start, when they match. It's well, a place like this, it sounds like. It's a like. place like Brackish, okay. and I got to see it in person, and it's gorgeous. Wow. You're like, I knew I liked this. I need a guy and <laughs> uh, to coordinate an outfit with. <laughs> now, they also had Julie Voss jewelry, which I wasn't familiar okay. with, but now love. Okay. Um, anyway, lots of beautiful things for an equestrian lover. Yes. Plus, it was derby. Yeah. So, they had even more of that kind of yeah. stuff out. Don't miss this shop okay. if you go okay. to Owensboro. It was awesome. Again, let's connect that in the okay. show notes. Sure. Yeah. I would even love to do some kind of a- event with them or go live or something. I don't okay. know. And show the and store. show some of the it stuff. All right. Really, okay. really lovely. Also went to Simply Chic Home Accents. And 
I have also found that I usually like a shop if they carry Annie Sloan chalk paint. I don't know what it is <laughs> about a store that carries that chalk paint, but they usually have other things I'm going to like. That is too funny. So this... So y- yeah. So go ahead. Well, this place even offer Debbie Ford is the owner, and she even offers doing you know like she can do custom painting with the paint for you or give you advice on it wow really great shop lots of cute hospitality ideas Uh and gifts there again lots of brands that I knew and ones I didn't okay really really great shop and the right next door is an outdoor space kind of garden shop called a day in time that was really cute so This is, again, very walkable. Yeah. And what was Um, this one called? Simply Chic. Simply Chic. Home Accents. Okay. So check them out. And also walkable in the downtown area just around, just just down from the famous bistro and the Visitor's Bureau is Willow and Pine. Okay. It's a cute name. So they mostly have home goods, few few little clothing items, but mostly home. And they had beautiful Polish pottery, huge section of it. Oh, wow. Of all that gorgeous blue and white Polish pottery. They also had um, some brands I knew, the Southern Jubilee glasses and lots of just lots of pretty things. So those are the three shops I wanted to mention. I love it. I'm tempted to ask you what you bought, but I'm hopeful that you bought and you can't share because it's something's for me you're so, so cute <laughs> well they I, I will definitely uh, continue to look at their websites uh-huh. on what all they have as well because sometimes yeah. you can you know yeah find and sometimes things that places like these stores will ship so yeah and if you're a bride in the owensboro area my goodness these stores can fix you up wow okay just a couple more things oh my gosh and i'll and Pack i'll wrap it, it up just a couple more inside options. Okay. If it's raining, if it's too, too hot, mm-hmm. there is a an Owensboro Fine Museum of Art. Okay. It's free. Uh, donations are welcome. But they had a, we, Mom and I went just for a quick visit. Variety of mediums. Um, but the most beautiful thing in this museum to me was a section that included some German stained glass. big you know yeah beautiful religious yeah pieces of stained glass and unique yeah that was really pretty and even they had you know kind of the nice chanting music playing and so it was just very peaceful to enjoy and um then the other one I wanted to mention though I didn't see it I would have if I'd gone with Jacob is they have a science and history museum oh fun it's down right downtown it's five dollars and are you serious nothing is five (laughs) dollars it's either free or 20 and up nothing is five dollars well and the thing that caught my attention here was they do a coal mine tour where you actually get to experience what it would be like going into a coal mine with the helmet on and that dark it would be yeah in the 19th century as well as in the 1930s so check that museum out unless you're there on a monday it's closed on monday okay but okay good to um, know whoa yeah that was a that was a great stop as well well mom said wow Lainey really planned everything out she was just so impressed as if she's (laughs) never traveled with you before but you do put certain amounts of effort and emphasis on places you're going 
specifically to share with the podcast with listeners i try to do our listeners well so they don't have to do all of that homework yeah you can thank me later but um (laughs) i have covered your shopping your food your um, bluegrass your bourbon i mean that's owensboro's got all the bees it really sounds awesome yeah some barbecue if they haven't figured that out for marketing there you go pro tip the bees of owensboro well um gosh i'm so excited to share this with people i don't hear a whole lot about owensboro kentucky so i hope that we have a lot to offer on the map even more so all right Peace be with y'all and go check out Owensboro.